You're listening to the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, is your host, Brady Trent. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. I am Brady Trantham, and for the next 30 minutes or so, you will be so locked on Thunder that you'll remember who Lazar Hayward is. It's Tuesday, so we're going to jump into some Thunder numbers, even though yesterday was really heavy on the numbers. But hey, they're important. It's basketball. Numbers are important. Eye tests are important. Everything's important. But we're going to dive into some stuff today. The Thunder do take on the Dallas Mavericks tonight in Oklahoma City. That's going to be exciting, of course. And hopefully, Luka Doncic is able to go. Um, as of right now, Tim McMahon is still the last person to give us an update as to what is actually going to happen with Luca tonight. Uh, yesterday, uh, Tim McMahon announced on Twitter that uh, the Mavericks have listed Luka Doncic and Tim Hardaway Jr. as questionable for tonight's game. So that's going to be interesting. Hopefully, I mean, for selfish reasons, I want to see Luka Doncic, of course, uh, and on the Thunder side. Dennis Schroeder and Danilo Gallinari have been upgraded to questionable. Dennis Schroeder missed the one game against Toronto on Sunday. Danilo Gallinari has missed the last four games with an ankle injury, ankle sprain, ankle soreness, whatever they're wanting to call it. So we'll find out a little bit more today once we get to a chance to talk to Billy Donovan around two hours before tip-off, so around 5.15, 5.30. You'll be able to get an update on Twitter. And then also, another little injury update note, we have reached the four-week mark for Hamadou Diallo. Now, if you followed this team like me, if you've been a fan of this team for the, you know, the last decade, you know any time that they release something as to, oh yeah, so uh, somebody's hurt and we're going to give it a four to six week window until they're reevaluated. It never or rarely is ever at the four week mark do they give you a huge update and say things like, okay, he's going to come back at this point in time. But regardless of that, I will still ask or somebody will ask Billy pregame tonight about Hamadou Diallo. I'm sure if no one does, then I will. I'm interested. I'll actually play you guys some Hamadou Diallo uh, audio, not necessarily from Hami, but from Billy. We talked about Hami a handful of times last week, so I'll play that for you guys today. Um, maybe since we did a little bit more number heavy yesterday, I'll give I'll just give you some Billy Donovan Hamadou Diallo audio for today. Uh, so there's that. And then also, if you still don't know who I am, Brady Trantham. Brady does sports on Twitter. Been covering the Thunder since 2014, 2018 with 107.7 the franchise in OKC, 107.9 the franchise in Tulsa. I am their lead Thunder insider guy. And with football season ending, it's going to be nothing but Thunder coverage on the franchise OK.com, which is where you can find all my articles, columns, and blogs. It's, everything's free. You don't have to subscribe to anything. But if you do want to subscribe to something else other than the Locked on Thunder podcast, which shout out to you if you have, go ahead and subscribe to the OKC82 podcast, which is my post-game reaction to every single Oklahoma City Thunder game that I do with my partner at the franchise, Miss Madison Morris, and then some special guests along the way as well. Chisholm Holland is a frequent contributor, especially on the Wednesday show that we do live from the Press Restaurant in Oklahoma City on 16th Street down in the Plaza District. If you're around there around noon on Wednesdays, please feel free to come say hi to us. Then also we have the Franchise Thunder Insider Show on Saturday mornings from 10 a.m. to noon. 
uh, John Hamm, Jerry Ramsey, Madison, and myself talking Thunder, talking NBA for two hours on your radio machines. So if you want to listen to all that stuff, but you're out of the market, no fear. Just go ahead and download the 107.7 The Franchise app from your app store. It's really easy. It's free. All you got to do is download it, then open it up, hit the play button, sit through a commercial or two, and then boom, you're listening to 107.7 The Franchise. So again, if you're out of the market, but you want to hear John Hamm's opinion on the Thunder, mine, Madison's, or Jerry's, please feel free to download the app. It's free. It's really easy to use, and we'll appreciate it. Then also a quick little behind-the-scenes curtain note. Uh, yesterday I teased that we would have uh, Eric Korn on the crossover segment for Wednesday, and we I got him. We got we got a chance to um, hang out today. The Thunder didn't have shoot-around, which is why there's no update on Hamadou Diallo or Dennis Schroeder or Danilo Gallinari. Um, so Eric and I were able to hook up uh, over at the station, and despite the power going off for a split second in the middle of our podcast, uh, the crossover segment with Eric Horn will be aired tomorrow, Wednesday, around noon or so. Uh, Wednesday pods are a little bit easier to schedule, so look forward to that around noon. We talked about SGA a lot. We talked about Chris Paul, uh, some memories for Eric Horn because it is New Year's Eve right now. That will come out on January 1st, so we went down a little bit of memory lane as well. So it was a great conversation. Eric Horn does a fantastic job at The Athletic. He's always been doing a great job covering the Thunder back in, with his, uh, in his days with the Oklahomans, so I was glad that I was able to get him on. I had a great list of guests so far on this podcast. I'm very excited and very excited about uh, the guests I have lined up moving forward. So everybody, thank you so much for listening. So the Thunder do take on the Dallas Mavericks tonight. It is the second year in the row that they've played the Dallas Mavericks on New Year's Eve. The Thunder pretty much have played on New Year's Eve every single year since about, I think, 2010, the 09-2010 season. I'm not particularly sure, but it's become a Thunder tradition to play. It's either Dallas or Phoenix, and I know Toronto's been thrown in there a few times randomly, but um, excited, hopefully, again, to see Luka Doncic if he's able to go tonight. Uh, able to just basically to see where the Thunder match up with those upper echelon teams in the West because, as you all know, the Thunder held their own against the L.A. teams, beating the Clippers once, losing to them in Staples Center, and then losing those two games in the same week to the Lakers. They still held their own, though. So, I mean, Dallas being the third or the fourth seed in the Western Conference, um, they slipped a little bit with the Luka Doncic injury. I believe he missed four or five games. Uh, but even still... When Luka Doncic is healthy and they're not playing the New York Knicks, the Dallas Mavericks are actually one of the better teams in the West and then, therefore, one of the better teams in the NBA. So I'm excited to see where this Thunder team lies around them. And then also there's the caveat of, well, is Danilo Gallinari going to go? How healthy does he look? How healthy is he? Is Dennis Schroeder able to go? Is anybody? Is there going to be some weird injury right before pregame? Who knows? But I'm excited. It should be a good matchup. The Mavericks always seem to bring out the worst in the Thunder. And I'll just go ahead and make a little bit of a hot take uh, prediction about tonight. I don't know how much of a factor that is anymore. And if you know, you probably know where I'm going with this. And for Russell Westbrook fans out there, again, I, I truly don't mean to pile on Russell Westbrook or to insult the guy or, or to insult you as a Russell Westbrook fan. But Rick Carlisle is a good coach. And it's really easy to see, you know, over the last decade especially over the last few years with the Russell Westbrook-led team in the Oklahoma City Thunder, how should you combat this Thunder team? Well, one way you can go about it is pissing off Russell Westbrook. Now, sometimes that can work against you because Russell Westbrook, one of the better players to ever play basketball, 
uh, certainly one of the better players of the last decade. So he can make you pay. But it seems like as time wore on, especially over the last two seasons, if you pissed off Russell Westbrook, it played into the opponent's hands. And that's something that the Mavericks have done over the last few years is just try to piss off Russell Westbrook to be overtly physical, chippy, talking after the whistle, talking after the play, whatever. Whatever it's whatever has whatever they could get away with, they have tried to do. And it worked a handful of times against the Thunder, especially recently. I mean, the Thunder dropped a game that they absolutely needed last season, the last time they played the Mavericks in Oklahoma City, and I was there and it was I believe it was a Sunday 2.30 or 3 o'clock tip-off, and it was a bad, bad showing. So this is what Rick Carlisle likes to do, but this is a different Thunder team with a different mental makeup. So I'm truly interested to see if Luka Doncic is able to go, therefore the Mavericks are relatively healthy. I'm really interested to see exactly how this Mavericks team combats this Thunder team that's a little bit more calm, cool, and collected. And before we get to some Billy Donovan audio, I wanted to talk to you guys about Calm. We talk about our physical fitness a lot, but there's another side to the game that's just as important, and I'm talking about mental fitness. Calm, the number one app for sleep and meditation, has teamed up with LeBron James to help train your mind. LeBron and Calm know that your mind is like any other muscle in your body, and Calm can help train your brain so you can sleep better, have less stress, and perform at your best. For LeBron James, sleep is an important part of his mental fitness routine. He goes on to say that getting good sleep and finding time to rest is one of the most valuable things I can do for my body and mind. And if you head to calm.com slash LockedOnNBA, you'll get 40% off of a Calm Premium membership. With Calm, you have access to the nature scenes LeBron James loves. Like, he likes rain on the leaves. Who doesn't like taking a nap when it's raining outside? I certainly do. And so much more like sleep stories and meditation. For a limited time, our listeners can join LeBron in using Calm with a 40% discount to an annual membership at calm.com slash LockedOnNBA. Unlock content to help you focus, ease stress, and sleep better. Get started at calm.com slash locked on NBA. That's calm.com, C A L M.com slash locked on NBA. And we're back to the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Brady Trantham. And like I said at the beginning of the show, we have reached the four week mark with Hamadou Diallo. And just some quick observations before we play some Billy Donovan audio from last week. I can't remember exactly what day it was, but. Uh, it seems like over the last two and a half, three weeks, Hamadou Diallo has been a little bit more visible on the floor when they allow us to come onto the floor after practice or shoot arounds. Now, during this time, the team is basically just shooting the ball around. They're not doing any anything organized. They're not doing anything uh, team activity-wise. There's just a bunch of guys at all the different goals on the floor shooting around and having a good time with each other. Um, but occasionally you'll see players that are going through a little bit more conditioning that are trying to get back from an injury. They'll do some post-practice drills. We've seen that with Andre Robertson before he shut it down for the foreseeable future and went to LA. We've now seen it over the last three weeks or so with Hamdou Diallo. He's of course wearing the arm sleeve on his right elbow, the elbow that he hyperextended. And at the very beginning, when we'd see him out there after practice, he was only doing things with his left arm, and he was only doing things under the rim. But as time has worn on, he's slowly gotten further and further away. He has slowly been able to use his right arm a little bit more, not necessarily to finish, but he can at least dribble with it, move it it around. It's not completely dead. And then it seems like the last time that the Thunder were in town before they went on their road trip to go play Charlotte, 
in Toronto, Hamadou Diallo, that was the first time that I've seen him take three-pointers. And so you've got to think if he's going to return, it should be fairly soon, but this is the Thunder that we're dealing with. We will find out later on tonight as to the status update for Hamadou Diallo. So rest assured, just follow me on Twitter at Brady Does Sports, and I'm sure you follow everybody else. Matty Lee, Joe Masato, Eric Korn, Royce Young, everybody else that covers this team and does a great job. So you will find out about Hamadou Diallo in one way or another in a few hours. But let's get to some Billy Donovan audio from last week's practice about Hamadou Diallo. Around every day. We're coming up on the at least the four-week mark for Hami, um, yeah. the four- to six-week thing. Um, are you at least encouraged um, by his ability to keep up with his conditioning or his ability to, I guess, how his elbow, his injuries. Yeah, I think, I mean, based on what they're doing now, like, right, because you start off and you get him doing stuff and then you have to see how he's responding. But he's responded really, really well. So they've always been, they've been able to do a little bit more, a little bit more, and that part of it's been encouraging. Um, so I think he's feeling good. The biggest thing I think he's trying to do is make sure that he can keep himself in shape. I think for that first part, it was a little bit difficult for him to really be able to do much uh, because he's, his arm was in a sling. But now that he's got it out and he's got... Um, you know, the ability to run and kind of move and use his right hand some and his right arm some, that's, that's, that's been a good thing. So uh, I think he's feeling good, and they've done a good job working with him and you know, continue to just try to keep his conditioning up. Uh, but it's, it's been – I think he's moving in a very positive place. We've had no setbacks. Is he shooting yet? Yeah, but, I mean, it's all limited stuff. You know, how many they, – they, they're charting how many shots he takes, where, they're, where he's taking them, areas of the floor, those kind of things. But he is doing some of that now. What was he able to do today? Anything? Uh, well, we did a lot of walkthrough stuff today. There was no real physical contact today in practice. Um, he, his stuff, all this stuff is like kind of like after practice for him. Mm-hmm. But there's a plan that they have with the medical staff and the coaches of what they want to get done and what they want to chart. I think you can see one of the medical guys is down there right now charting and watching what they're doing right now with him. So everybody's kind of collaborating and working on it together in terms of how he's feeling. And then he's given feedback of what you know what's causing him problems and what he likes. But you know, he's been able to shoot some, but they're monitoring how many shots he actually takes and how much he's using his right arm. Is he able to take threes at this point, or, or is it I like I think they're slowly working him out. He's slowly working him out, yep. yep. Anything else? Thank you, Everybody, apologies. This was going to be a quick pod today. Got a few things I've got to get done. It's New Year's Eve. The Mavericks are in town. It's going to be exciting. Um, I hope everybody has a happy and safe New Year's Eve. Please, please don't be afraid to Uber. Please, please, please don't be afraid to leave your car in a parking lot overnight. You can just get it in the morning, and if it gets towed, a $200 um, trip to the towing place is much better than the less fortunate alternative, let's just say. So please be safe. Please be smart. Have some fun. Go to the game. I believe the Thunder are actually do. If you're going to the game tonight, the Thunder are doing a Roaring Twenties uh, post game party, and it's apparently uh, family friendly. So if you got kids, you want to bring to just stay after the game. It's in I th- believe section 115, but don't quote me on that. I'm sure that they'll do a good job in the arena of letting everybody know exactly when the show, when the party's going to start, where it's going to be. Uh, but hey, it should be a fun atmosphere. You're going to get like LED wristbands or whatever as you walk into the door. So it's going to be a fun atmosphere, cool little visual before the game starts. And I'm looking forward to it. But everybody, thank you so much for listening to Locked on Thunder podcast. Thank you so much for following me along on Twitter. I really appreciate it. But everybody, until Wednesday, uh, where we will have our crossover segment with Mr. Eric Korn of The Athletic, I will talk to you later. Have a good day.